It's a Saturday morning rewatch where we talk about old cartoons. Ta-da! So, uh, okay. this week we watched the first three episodes of Samurai Jack. Jack, 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 Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, do we want to summarize Samurai Jack? I think it's pretty easy to summarize, too. Um, so Samurai Jack is a Cartoon Network original cartoon where a young samurai is raised to fight an ancient evil. And the ancient evil, instead of fighting him like, you know, a good person, throws him into the future. So he spends all of his time in the future trying to get back to the past. And it's very difficult for him. The end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking before we started that the opening of the show is actually the perfect summary. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. What you just said, you're just like, yeah, that sums up everything about this. And show. it's like it's the perfect like open ended kind of thing because Jack always has a purpose. You always know like what he's attempting to do, and it's so it's such a wonderfully vivid open world experience of the cartoon. Like there's some cartoons that are great because it's like the same characters, the same sets over and over and feels very familiar with like different stuff whereas jack like every episode you're not a hundred percent sure what you're gonna get or like where he's gonna be yes that's true i was really thinking when i just rewatched the first three episodes that something i didn't notice when i was younger was how much they drew from the star wars aesthetic oh yeah totally totally a hundred percent yeah i was like this just didn't occur to me when i was a teenager but now it's really obvious yeah there's like a tiny bit of like some fifth element notes in there too like it's just it's very classic sci-fi stuff that an adult with experience would see but a kid is like whoa what's this yeah definitely (laughs) but I think you're right that the Star Wars is probably the heavier influence in terms of the mythos of like he's literally a chosen one a very well groomed very well trained chosen one kind of character yeah um I just finished rewatching the entire (laughs) original show yes um and I was just texting Julia last night about the fact that it's an odd story because it's a chosen one who fails ooh yeah 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 because you know he's supposed to save the world the whole world comes together to train him uh-huh and then he fails and Aku takes over the world <laughs> he really and that's the thing is he starts from a place of failure he doesn't even like start from a place of like oh I failed and then I gave up no he literally goes to his what is supposed to be his final battle and it becomes just the first sort of foray because I mean yeah I like that Aku as a villain is a very simple he's just evil like he's just an ancient yeah. evil presence like he's <laughs> just super asshole. simple but like as a character he's actually really complex because like a lot of the times you have like a the the final boss the final villain or the great evil is so like straightforward and brutal and everything and aku is like really more akin to an evil trickster god because his whole first jam is like oh you have the only weapon that could hurt me bye like he just takes him entirely out of the equation yeah which is amazing yeah entirely out of the equation i mean you're right like he's a shapeshifter if he's losing he cheats yeah (laughs) like he's a big cheat and not leaving like you know you see stuff where people cheat but then like there's a mystical mental power somebody uses or something to be like oh he's cheat no he straight up is just like hey bt dubs i learned how to manipulate time so (laughs) i'm legitimate and but i can only use it on you because it doesn't seem like aku time travels it just seems like he used this one shot on jack and like 
if he can it was like only... a last ditch thing for him so yeah. he just like throws jack into the future um and like dude imagine that you have one powerful spell and you're like nope gonna use it up front fuck this guy <laughs> <laughs> one time up front throw jack into the future it's the best like strategy it obviously worked in his favor yeah very much so i i also thought it was very interesting because of course i work in advertising that in that that episode where jack finally lands in the future and he's looking around that aku has gotten into the surveillance advertising state yeah. Like, just the pure idea of that he's eating a sandwich and selling you soda. <laughs> and, like, to the point where he's not even, like, he's evil, but everybody's like, oh, yeah, that's just the evil guy. Like, it's so common. Yeah. And he's I think just that's the ruler of the world. Like, whatever. Yeah. They're like, oh, who cares? He just sucks and he's bad. But, you know, I'm going to live my life, which honestly, like, that's the best kind of insidious evil. Exactly. Exactly. His yeah, his version of evil is just <laughs> amazing. I mean, he takes over the world and then builds up a bunch of cities with lots of advertising. And yeah, he's happy as long as everyone. And is, he like, like puts his face on stuff and he demands tribute. And like later on in the series, you see him do some more evil stuff. Like he seems to really love incinerating people with eye lasers. Which, by the <laughs> way, he never uses on Jack. He never uses his eye lasers on Jack. You only see them on like. People People will be like, oh, great, Aku, please help us. And he's like, nope. And no. he just incinerates <laughs> Yeah. I have to say that being a cartoon, I think, really works in Aku's favor. Because yes. he can just do, like, there's no drama there. There's no. nothing. He's just like, no, screw you, you're dead. And that's <laughs> it. Like, the end. I mean, no villains get to do that. Yeah. He's, it's kind of amazing. And also that he just outside of Jack and occasional insults, he also kind of doesn't care. Like, he seems sort of like this villain, especially in, in later bits in the series, and I guess, spoiler alert, in terms of the new series, like, he seems very sort of like, oh, cool, I've conquered the world, this is fine. Or like, when somebody's like, oh, we have some knowledge, and he's like, cool, I don't really care. But the minute they're like, oh, it's the samurai, he gets like, super, the samurai! Yeah, you like open the portal, everything. I gotta see what's going on. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm behind on the new ones. Oh my god. Okay, I won't say anything because something really fascinating happened. But anyway. (laughs) No, yeah. I've seen four. Oh, okay. Yeah. I haven't seen the last one. (gasps) All right. You need to because the opening of it answers a question we've all had forever. And it's in terms of talking about Star Wars mythos, there's like a pure tie in that you will see in love. So I'm just going to leave it there. But as a kid, I remember loving Samurai Jack because my whole brain was like, this is like nothing I have ever seen before. Legitimately nothing I've ever seen. And now as an adult, it's easier to like pull that apart and be like, Jack is really an artistic cartoon. Like they use a lot of different art styles. They use a lot of different like shapes and color palettes. And I think what's the most interesting thing is pacing. Like people yell when it's important, but it's not like the ambient screaming of kids cartoons, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think it's interesting that Samurai Jack as a cartoon understands the value of silence. And as a kid, that was fascinating to me. And as an adult on the rewatch, I actually even got a little bit impatient. Some of the scenes where they show something in triptych where it's like panel, Uh panel, panel. And you're like, yeah, okay, (laughs) I see it. What? I mean, I know what's going to happen. Just get to that part. And I'm like, wait, no slow down enjoy it this is kind of the best thing about this 
they spend so much time on like the background. Like it's it was really interesting in the first. I guess it was probably the third part of the fourth one, or the second part where he's helping the dogs. Yeah, and the, he gets off the shuttle and is like, "I prefer to walk," and that is yeah. true for the rest of the show. Yeah, <laughs> like he always walks everywhere. You're like, this guy's literally walking around the earth. <laughs> he's walking around like multiple Earths. Like. I think he has walked around multiple times. <laughs> like, but it's amazing, and I think that giving it that slowness allows them to take their time with the scene. Mm-hmm. artistically yeah. um and i really noticed that in like season four i think they start just you know taking more risks because it's the end mm-hmm. yeah because um, there's a lot of episodes in season four where they choose like a particular style for the episode and just go with it yeah it was very imp- i was like you know as an adult this is very impressive <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely, I like revisiting that show because it's one of the few things that I see from childhood and I'm like, yeah, okay, I had great taste. Like, (laughs) this was excellent. It's still, yeah, I enjoyed it 100% in the rewatch. It was all, I was like, this is still really good. There's nothing like this on TV. I also Um, really enjoyed the variety that they allow themselves to have. Like, even mm -hmm. in just the first three episodes, so you see the world that Jack has come from, but then they give themselves a lot of variety in terms of Jack's training and hero's kind of growth. And then, like, the world he's first thrown into is then different from kind of this desolate landscape that the dogs are in. So it's like, it's super different all the way through, which I think is interesting. But even while it's being artistic and high-minded and hero's journeys, like, the dogs drool on people, you know? Like, there's one guy that meets another guy that doesn't like hugging in one of his montages. Like, there's all these wonderful moments of, like, levity where you're not really really stuck in any one moment that's true yeah they manage like a really good balance in yeah keeping it light and dark yeah exactly which I think honestly is one of the most interesting things about the latest season is mm-hmm. is way darker than normal. Like, yeah, and I'm I have mixed feelings about it, but <laughs> I was not going to do a review of the new season. Yeah, because that, that's not a rewatch; that's a new watch, technically. Yeah. But yes, I have so many feelings so far, but I'm also trying to like wait until I see what yeah. they're doing because outside of like other creators, this is one of those places where I'm like, okay, I'm going to trust the storyteller. I'm sure you have like to come back after so long you have to have something to tell me like you have to yeah so I am just trying to like hold out on that but I still have especially after watching the old ones again I have mixed feelings I'm like yeah Jack is a different person. <laughs> He's a very different person. But I think it's interesting, though, because, like, if you look at the first four seasons, which you've just done and everything, like, all of this is still very new to him, right? Like, yeah. every world is a little bit more interesting. Every rumor of a portal is a little bit more hope. Every new adversary that he doesn't, you know, have to attack immediately could be a new ally. Like, there's all this openness. And then the the final season has this element of, like, I've seen everything, Right. Yeah. I mean, it, like, it makes sense. You're like, I can see why these changes would happen. <sighs> but I miss old. <laughs> I know. It's it's really kind of tragic. But we'll see. We'll see where they go with it. I I yeah. do want to know. I do want to know what happens. But yeah. Oh my gosh. Old so, Jack. I was just old. Jack is so innocent. Yes, he really is. It's really fascinating to have him as a hero protagonist because he's not like the guy who knows more than everybody else and can defeat the monster. He's Uh just like a really genuinely good person. Yes. 
He just ha- he has like a lot of practical skill, but he yes. also knows that only gets him so far. Like even in the second episode where he goes into the bar and like the weird dinosaur lizard guys are like, yo, you want to fight? He immediately yeah. just dropped down and apologized. Like, yeah, I can't think of another kind of masculine hero that would do that, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's the version of masculinity that he represents is really <laughs> different than I think our normal protagonist. Yeah. And it's like he's very capable, but he doesn't need to prove anything to anybody. Yeah. Jack is not insecure. <laughs> yeah. Also, okay, so I was talking to Rafe, my wife, about these things. And I have a theory that because Jack has this origin story of where as a child he literally travels around the world and learns all these different cultures and learns all these different skills, I think that's the only reason he survives the very beginning of the show. Because, like, like, I remember reading a while ago where it was someone talking about the practicalities of time travel and they were like really one of the biggest things that you need is uh, some kind of filter for culture shock because going forward or backwards in time there's physicalities that you just cannot account for and seeing a world so different from your own could immediately like throw you into shock but with Jack he has these moments of shock and then immediately adapts and I honestly right. think that's the best skill outside of his fight like out- everything else that he has like fighting and wayfinding and battle plans and all this stuff. Like, I think that ability to be open to new things and to still, like, go into anywhere with understanding is literally what makes this series work. Yeah, I think that's really important for Jack's character. Um, I mean, yeah, you see it. You see the transformation just in that second episode where, like, at first he's like, what is everything? And he's like, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. I am the new person here. I'm just going to roll with it. Yeah. And he does. I also love yeah. that he still, like, throughout the show gets mildly irritated with things, but only in, like, the mildest way. Like, when the three guys are telling him, like, to go over to the bar, he's like, oh, you can refresh yourself. And he's like, oh, I can get refreshments here. Why didn't you just say that? Like, <laughs> And they're like, well, we did. Like, which to me is that perfect cross section of someone outside of a culture and its slang trying to figure out what's said, you know? Yeah, and that is uh, like his constant struggle throughout <laughs> most of the series is like, Sai, why, why is this such a difficult yeah. thing? But he maintains like his own identity. He stays really remarkably true to himself. Uh-huh. I think that goes back to him just not being insecure. <laughs> yeah. And purpose too, because he like yeah. I think there's a level too where he looks at everything and is like, Well, all of this will be better when I get back in time and defeat Aku. Like <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And that's always it's interesting because there are episodes like especially later on where he could go like he has the opportunity to go back but he chooses to like save a person that he's with instead. Yeah. And you're like, well, if you went back in time and stopped that coup, nobody would even be here, but he like can't let that person next to him. Yeah. Go. <laughs> I I think that's interesting that it's just his mission overall doesn't actually distract him from still like the smaller like so if his mission overall is to defeat Aku, right? Like, the large portion of this is go back in time and defeat Aku. But what the show does is show all the smaller moments of that mission, which is to say, oh, 
well, I can fight him right here and I can save this person right here and like do all these things right here. So Yes. And the the last episode of Samurai Jack season four that I just watched last night uh, is where he literally just saves a baby. Yeah. He just spends the episode taking care of one baby. I remember that one. It's so good because he <laughs> also amazing. has that moment of like, what the hell am I doing with a goddamn baby? And then he's sort of like, yeah. well, I guess I got to save this baby. <laughs> right. And he just like totally throws himself into that as the goal of his yes. mission in the moment. I think my favorite version of Jack, what the fuck am I doing with this? Oh, well, I guess I'll save it. Is that that episode where he has the blue bear kind of creature with him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, okay, this is my life now. <laughs> Literally a walking, talking, screaming teddy bear that <laughs> just follows me around and seems utterly freaking useless. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I tried to leave it, but it got too unhappy, so I guess it's just with me now. <laughs> He's like, I can't fix this, so fine. Here we are. <laughs> yes. That, yeah, yeah that, that is a great example of him both doing the thing in the moment and also just rolling with it. <laughs> that and, like, um, the episode where he has to go into a rave. Oh I love God. that as, like, an adaptability one. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Yeah, he just rolls with it. Whatever. He yeah. just does it. But then all you, the clothes, all the yeah, weird he's just like, okay. aliens. <laughs> sure. And then there's the episode with the lion people who, like, uh, who is legitimately, like, okay, we've got this shape-shifting master of fucking darkness. And he's like, excuse me, hey, could you guys go hunt this guy for me? Because I think that would be fun to watch. Like, what the <laughs> And yeah. they're just like, okay. And then Jack is like, wait, it doesn't have to be like this. And they're like, yes, it does. And he's like, oh, cool. I'll just run from you for 24 fucking hours. <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> yes. yes. And then, and then they, the lions catch him, but he was so good at running away. Yeah. And they let him go. They're like, oh, we could not, like, kill prey such as you. And I think technically, isn't he, like, right on the edge? Like, he had until sunrise and the sun is just about to freaking rise. So they're really like, cool. yeah, technically you're safe. And we really like this hunt. Screw you, Aku. Bye. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was a situation in which Aku should have done more research. He really should have. You can't have, like, principled bounty hunters. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. Um, I'm trying to see if there's anything that we said we would talk about that we haven't talked <laughs> uh, Is there anything that you don't like about, uh, about mm. Samurai Jack that you didn't remember or did remember? Man, I love the show so much that there's really, like, not... I think the only thing that came close to that for me was, like, some of the scenes. Like, I think with an editor's eye, there are moments that you could cut time on. Like, you could say, oh, this doesn't need to be here. But ultimately, for me, it's also like, yeah, fuck you, but it should be. Like, it's just... It's, <laughs> like, it's the same way I told myself, like, slow down. Enjoy that this is a slow show. Like... So, yeah, I don't think this is one of the rare cartoons where, like, nothing annoys me about. There's no repeat characters that I don't like. Yeah. I love the Scotsman so much. Yes! Oh, my God. Okay, wait. I can't. Speaking of repeat characters. Uh, he is, like, the, what, there's only a few repeat characters at all in Jack. Like, his parents are pseudo-repeat characters. Pseudo, because, like, he thinks about them a lot, and you get, like, Jack Yeah, you have a lot of that. memories. Yeah. Jack himself. Aku and the Scotsman. Those are like pretty much the only recurring characters in the show. They're the only ones I can think of. But yeah, it's not a lot of them. And they're all wonderful. Yeah, exactly. 
So there's Gosh. not too much to like dislike. What about you? Is there anything that you felt like, no, um, I could do without? I really also love Samurai Jack. I feel like this isn't going to happen very often, but <laughs> I love it so much. I'm well, so happy. Like when I finished it last night, I was just sad that there isn't more of it. And I was like, and season five just isn't the same. So it doesn't count. Oh, but season five counts so much for me. Cause like, you know, okay, this is terrible, but you know how people say, oh, I grew up with the Harry Potter books. Like it got darker as I hit like my teenage years or whatever and it it makes you feel even more attached to it season five is definitely not even close to the same as everything like I think even the art style changed a little bit like if you really love the show you can see like some of the lines thinned out some of the wonder of the backgrounds came out they're using like darker tones versus some of the jewel tones that they used early on like it's it's different but for me season five is the adult ending to this show that's interesting I guess I really do want to see where they go because I guess it's probably part of the problem they ran into in like season four is like how do you end this show yeah for kids yeah <laughs> so I can definitely see that being kind of a problem they were you know like a wall they would be hitting mm-hmm. um I mean it's weird because I just watched the, all those shows and it's like it even though it's just Jack trying to get home every time it never felt repetitive which yeah. is a really unusual thing for exactly. a show with that kind of setup and it's also like every episode he doesn't find a portal like every episode is not right. about I heard another time travel Robert. like you assume yeah. that's always where he's going but it doesn't set up that way right there are most of the episodes there's no time portal he just like runs into some weird circumstance and has yeah. to deal with it <laughs> some of them are very weird and I feel like what the latest season is doing personally is like they're answering a question that you didn't think to ask watching the original series because like going through the series you're just with Jack all the way like you're just about whatever circumstance he's in like you find Aku ridiculous because he is he's stupid like he's the best (laughs) and I love him without like he's not uncompromising like he's not a villain where you're like oh sometimes he's nice no he's always evil always but it's sometimes it's funny how he is but that like your question as the audience is cool so when does Jack get home and have that final battle again like that's our question as the audience but I think what they're answering is what does this do to someone Mm -hmm. like this entire hunt for all of this and both in like a physical and a mental way and I don't want to like spoil it for people who haven't like watched the latest season but they don't just think like physically they they go into like some interesting stuff with this and like and also in their own mythos like the idea that he's been so many places and like the show itself sets up that sometimes Jack succeeds like sometimes he makes it to a portal but it doesn't actually take him where he needs to go. So you're never mm. really sure when or where he is throughout oh, the show. Oh, man. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah. So, like, because you remember the Jump Good episode? Yeah. In that one, he technically wins. He makes it to the portal. It's true. And it so, is true. But you're, like, you're never sure where that took him. It's just the next episode. And you're like, oh, okay, Gosh. I guess that portal only threw him part of the way. Or maybe huh. it threw him even more forward. <laughs> just... Another day. Yeah. He doesn't even know. Well, that's, you know, like, he has no idea when he is. Exactly. Anyway, so what difference does it make? Yeah. I also find it interesting that he never fully runs into someone with a time machine. <laughs> I know, right? Like, there's all these time portals, but no one really seems to control them. Yeah. 
It's all like legendary mystical magic stuff, which makes sense because Aku is like a legendary mystical magical being himself. I guess, you know what though? You could probably say that Aku like put the kibosh on anything that even remotely resembled time travel. That is whole, what it sounds like he yeah. was aiming for. Yeah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> He's I just mean, like, you certainly nope. would not want anyone else attempting to go back in time to stop you. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine no. Aku holding like a galaxy press conference where he goes, I, Aku, your great lord and leader, just need you to know that I tried time travel and it was impossible. So nobody do it. Because if I can't do it, nobody can. No I'm Aku, yeah. that's the law by. And like every scientist was like, oh, well, I mean, he'll kill us if we try that. So we won't try time travel. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we're just going to stop trying. Oh my gosh, Aku. Aku. There's a whole episode where he like pretends to be a little small monster. Yes! And just like spends the whole episode going around with Jack getting yes! the like things they need. And then at the end reveals that he's Aku and destroys the thing. And you're like, okay, even Jack saw that coming, but it's amazing how elaborate this whole thing is. Right? And it's legitimately like, bro, are you just that bored? And I think the answer is yes. Yeah, I think the answer is yes. I think he has nothing to do except torment Jack. Yeah. Like, if Jack was gone, what what would he do? Exactly. (laughs) Because isn't there also that episode where Jack is finally like, look, fuck this, fuck going home, meet me at this place, I'm just going to defeat you right here. And Aku's like, okay. And they show up and they fight, but they each both get, like, really tired. And, like, Man, Aku yeah, cheats a lot. Yeah, like, Aku shows up and he wants to duel. Yes, that's what it is. And they do it, but they both, like, Samurai Jack knows that Aku is going to cheat, and Aku knows that Jack knows he's going to cheat. So they both have, like, these stupid, elaborate solutions to this cheating, yes. and it's just ridiculous. I also love that episode ends almost exactly as it begins. Like, yes. Aku is like, we know how this will go. You'll fight me. I'll fight you. Something happens, and then I'll transform and be like, I'll get you next time, Samurai. And then that exact thing happens. And it's so freaking delightful. Like that's the thing I really like. And I will yeah. say that you're you're right about in terms of the tone. Everything in mm-hmm. this world that Jack inhabits is delightful even when it's not. So, like the dogs, like they're being oppressed and forced into labor <laughs> camps, but they're also talking dogs with really cute hats. Like what? <laughs> Little British dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And, and they do little dog things even though they are like talking sentient beings. Yeah. It's adorable. And like how cute is it? They're like, no, we really just want to excavate our history. What? Like yeah. you're like, but Jack could probably tell you a lot about dogs. Yeah. <laughs> just ask him some questions. And instead he's saving you and teaching you how to rebel. So okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, yeah. The, a lot of that delight is gone from the latest season, but at the same time. Personally, I don't miss it. Like, I'm here yeah, for the gritty back. Oh, sorry, I can I can understand. I mean, like I said, like it makes sense that if it's like been 50 years, you've not you've gone nowhere, you'd be kind of upset. Yeah, <laughs> things not going your way, and not even uh, just nowhere, but like as you see, sometimes, like I said in the show, sometimes Jack wins. Like he does, right. he saves that baby, he keeps that monster alive. Like he makes mm-hmm. that one point. Like there's multiple times where Jack wins. Actually, a lot of the time, Jack wins. Yeah. But, Every yeah, episode. well, like, he often defeats whoever's trying to oppress somebody yeah. in a given circumstance. Yeah, or he'll, like, save a town, or he'll, like, break a curse, or evade the lion people, you know? like. <laughs> 
Yes. There's so many things he manages to do. But then every episode, you're right back at the beginning where, oh, look, Jack is somewhere new, someone new, and everyone's being oppressed by Aku. Like, yes. Yeah, so, I don't know, I feel like 50 years later, all the villages might be free. (laughs) I know, like, you'd think that, but then I'm like, hmm, Aku seems to have, like, unlimited power, so I could kind of see how this gets to be terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, so, in terms of um, what's been done with it since, like, as Mm -hmm. we've said multiple times, they've finally done the fifth (laughs) season, season. which, ah! Also, I will say, if anybody is watching just the fifth season of Samurai Jack, you are fucking doing it wrong. Like, oh my god, no why, in why would you start there? Like, who are you? I hate you, and you need to educate yourself. Like, all of Samurai Jack as of right now is on Hulu. Like, fucking watch it. You're doing yourself and just everything a favor. Like, don't just, like, <laughs> oh my god. Like, I would be really upset if somebody met me and was like, I heard you like that, so Samurai Jack, I watched the last season, and it was great. I'd be like, what? Yeah, why? Why? You're doing it wrong. Go yeah. start over. Yeah. I would literally be like, please go fuck yourself. Like, go watch the rest of the show and then we can talk about it. Because if you just know, like, it's those stupid Facebook memes, but in reverse. Like, if you only want me at my best, you're like, if you don't want me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. No, Jack is the opposite. If you haven't seen him at his best, you should never see him at his worst. (laughs) That's totally true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you have to see him in the early seasons to understand, like, who he is now in the fifth season. And, like, why that's so important. Like, who he is in this fifth season is important. But in terms of, like, what else will they do with it? So I read some of the comic that they did of it recently. I want to say that was, like, a year and a half ago. Did you read any of that? I read a couple of them. I just wanted more, though, so I stopped. Same! Because it just (laughs) isn't the same. Like, it was not... It's not the same experience, and it wasn't really right. Yeah, and that was before they announced the new the new season so yeah. I was like this is just teasing myself I can't do it exactly because it felt more of like just the old school show with no real additions to anything mm-hmm. so I was like no I don't want this I and I don't say this about everything because I believe that there's a way to adapt most things if anybody told me that there was going to be a Samurai Jack live action movie I would <sighs> probably punch them in the face <laughs> I would help you. <laughs> you should never like. I mean, like we talked about at the beginning, the art is so yeah. important to this series. Yeah, that taking that away would just be really sad, and and it would just ruin everything because like they would make. Samurai Jack, like, the last Samurai with Tom Cruise or something. Like, it would be terrible. Oh, if was... they cast anyone who wasn't Japanese oh. at Samurai Jack, they would just have to be hurt. I would lose so my mind. I would be so upset. Like, I don't... Even if somebody was like, well, what if it was, like, a three-hour animated movie? No. I have seasons one through four. I don't need that. Like, <laughs> syndicate Jack and play it all the time. <laughs> Seriously, that's all I want. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's really what I I'm going to turn on the TV and have Jack and the Scotsman be there. Yeah. I do think the only thing I would love as an extension to this, I would love a series of children's books written purely from the perspective of baby Jack during his trials, like as he learns stuff. 
that's it. That's like the only thing I would ever really want as like an extension to this universe because it would be like a wonderful primer for like history and culture. That's true. That is true. He really gets around. Yeah, like a lot, which is one of my favorite things about the show because the premise of it is one, and this is where I'm going to probably be a little bit too real, so get ready for that, but (laughs) the premise is that an entire world and entire separate cultures can unite against evil. Yeah. And that's something that you can't say is true today. Like... Yeah, I was pretty impressed, though. Yeah. Like, the entire world is like, no, we're going to defeat ultimate evil. And this is, like, before there was any real form of communication. Yeah, like, like how did they set this up? <laughs> I don't know, but somehow they got it done, mm-hmm. and they trained this one kid to defeat Aku. Like, that is a really impressive yeah. like, feat that you did there. And that, like, no one's skills were ignored. Like Yeah, everybody's he, important. There. He learns so much stuff. And not just, like, fighting. It's not like he learns styles of fight. He learns how to, like, sail. He learns about the stars. He learns about horses. He learns... I mean, there's even hints that he was, like, with frickin' Robin Hood, so you would think that he learns about moral values and economic (laughs) structures, like... (laughs) Yeah. Well, and and I'm I was really glad that like he gets to revisit a lot of these places throughout yeah. the series. There's a few episodes that are just like memories, and then other ones like he finds the monks again in the yeah. future. Um, so you get to like learn more about his time in each place. Yeah, and it definitely goes beyond just, just like the fighting. Like he learns all these ideologies, uh-huh. and like I said, he learns about the culture. So <laughs> <laughs> he basically knows everything about Earth at the time. Yeah, like uh, Jack at the time before Aku threw him back in time was probably the most educated person on the planet. On the planet. <laughs> but it also made him amazingly humble, which again, that's one yeah. of those really thoughtful things that I love about this show. Yeah. Cause like it's, most, it's really impressive. Like yeah. this, this guy deserves to be the chosen one. He really, really does. <laughs> and like most shows, when you try to dig deeper into them, like for especially for kids shows, if you try to dig deeper, you actually come up with more questions and like vapid nonsense. But with Jack, when you dig deeper, you're like, whoa, there's a lot here, and it's amazing. <laughs> yes, it's all good all the way down. <laughs> yes. Oh, I was thinking, like, so we said, like, there's a lot of levity in Old Jack, but they also manage to have episodes that can be really dark or scary or serious, depending on the episode. Like, they have Jack in the Haunted House. Ooh. Which was a really beautiful episode. I was like, this is impressive. I, <laughs> I only, I only vaguely remember that one. Tell me the setup for it. Um, He's just walking as he always walks. And then he sees a little girl crying and she runs through the spooky woods to this house. That's like an old Japanese house. Uh-huh. Like a nice one. And then he goes in and it's creepy and dark, but he like finds the little girl and they're, he, you know, of course he takes care of her. Of course. <laughs> uh, and then they go to sleep. Oh, okay, yes all the weird ghost things are happening. It's like this, It's it seemed to me at least like very true to like a Japanese uh-huh. horror story. Yeah. And he basically has to fight. He has, he can't defeat this demon like in the real world. He has to go into this other plane of existence to fight it. Yeah. 
uh, and they did it all in like the white and black. Yes, I do remember this because I remember like thinking that was a an amazing technique to do that with, but also it was it like has a still a strong resonance to this idea of good and evil without being too like terrible about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, right. I was really impressed with that. I'm so like the story and the art that goes with it. I was just like, what is this doing in a children's show? <laughs> like it's really scary. Yeah, because um, the sound goes with it too. If I can't remember if there's just like a howling sound or no sound at all but yeah they do something to the sound of that episode with the demon ears like okay this is off the charts <laughs> what <laughs> so yeah. they have episodes like that alongside of you know the funny episodes yeah which is kind of great like every time I even rewatch just a little bit of Jack there's a moment where I'm like I'm so glad this got made like yeah and then it exists I know, four whole seasons. (laughs) Right? And now that we get a fifth, like, honestly, I think half the reason I'm so excited about the fifth is because I have resigned myself to never having an ending. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's why a lot of people are so excited because, like, the show just stopped. No one knows what happened. Uh, But I think the closest you even get is there's an episode where it's a a traditional kind of Jack episode where he's hunting for a portal kind of thing. And what he doesn't find it, but what he does find is a woman that tells him of the future. And she, Mm -hmm. like, shows this picture of him with, like, this long gray beard and long gray hair. And, like, he's he's dressed almost like a mix between Roman and Japanese soldiers. And he's, like, leading Mm -hmm. an army. And she tells him that like you'll keep doing this fight like you will but there's a point where you will inspire others to it too and right. it's like buried somewhere I want to say like in the fourth season it was not, it was not like the episode they end on at all but it's just Mm-mm. it's buried somewhere <laughs> in the later seasons it just sort of is there and it's the only thing I've ever even like clung to to be like it's gonna be fine Jack it's gonna be great you know you're gonna get back it's just gonna take a long time yeah yes yeah, there are a couple episodes in the fourth season where they're like, you know, your journey hasn't ended yet, so don't give up. Yeah, is again, it makes the fifth season even more interesting because they're showing like, what does that do to somebody? <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are all sorts of, like, I feel like probably before, like, just before Samurai Jack, probably no one cared about cartoons, you know? Yeah. They'd be like, what, kids aren't paying attention, and they ran reruns all the time. Yeah. So, I'm sure there are other shows that just don't have endings, they just stop. Yeah, and that's fine. But also, like, dude, put Samurai Jack up there next to any of your faves. Like, even including my own faves. Like, Samurai Jack next to, say, Rugrats, or even just the classic, like, <laughs> Like Looney Tunes or something. It's like, dude, they're not even on the same no. level. <laughs> they're, not, they're not the same. <laughs> they're not even close. Samurai Jack is just a wonderful piece of art. Yeah, I feel like most cartoons are not even aspiring to that. They're just trying to be good cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> and Jack is like, let me talk to you about empathy. Let me talk to you about pacing and color theory while also beating up monsters. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a lot of action, but I want you to see about style at the same time. Check Tumblr because Samurai Jack and Johnny Bravo is a thing. It is a small thing. That's like the best possible outcome for Johnny Bravo. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And do you know how it started? No. So you remember how Cartoon Network used to do those promos where it was like all of its characters in one place? Yes. There's like a quick shot of Samurai Jack and Johnny Bravo both doing laundry in a laundromat. And Jack only has one fucking outfit, so he, like, takes off his gi. And behind him, like, Johnny (laughs) turns to look. And and he (laughs) blushes. 
Why? Thank you so much. You're welcome. So you guys, if you really want something interesting, go look for this. Yeah, seriously. Oh my gosh. That's my favorite what is Jack up to right now moment. Jack is doing stuff with Johnny. Right? That's fascinating. Yeah. Man, the internet's a wonderful place. It really is. Like, it really, really is. So, yep. Samurai Jack, season five. Also, look up him and Johnny Bravo on Tumblr. Pro tip. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, overall, do you give Samurai Jack how many stars out of five? Um, can I give him like a million stars? So yes, I would give I would definitely give Samurai Jack five stars. It was definitely worth rewatching. I will probably keep rewatching it and I would recommend others do the same. What about you? Pretty much the same thing. (laughs) It is one of my favorite childhood shows. Yes. (laughs) And still it's still one of my favorite adult shows, so there. Yeah, it stand it stands up like in a really, really Really good way. All right. So I think that's it for this episode of Saturday Morning Rewatch. This show is produced by us, Kelly and Jess, as part of the Adjective Sphinx Network. The music we used was sung by me and can only be found here. And you can find links to any info we used in the show in the show notes. Find us and our sibling shows on Twitter at Adjective Sphinx or email us at adjectivesphinx at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please rate it on iTunes and leave a review. Thanks for listening.